You are now listening to Swim, the podcast. Peace, family, and welcome to episode two, Roundtables Only. In today's episode, I'll briefly discuss what it takes to establish and maintain balanced connections, as well as different ways to identify the cycles you engage in. By the end, you should be confident in yourself to maneuver through any connection. Roundtables only is my take on equal energy exchange. It's based on the idea that the amount of energy and time you put into any connection or relationship is equal to what you get back from it. With everything and everyone being energy, the objective is to produce and recycle it for the greater good of everyone involved. When we hear the term equal exchange, it's almost second nature to relate it to money. While money may be the most common form of currency exchange for a good or service, it isn't the only way to satisfy a transaction. Our time, advice, love, and personal energy are all forms of currency as well. Whether it's sending an email, helping a friend with a task, or simply making a purchase from your favorite vendor, they're all forms of energy exchange. In a perfect world, this would be effortless. However, the world ain't perfect and balancing things out may sometimes require more effort than none. No matter if you've been the one carrying all the weight or causing the imbalance, we've all had connections where we've experienced some sort of unequal exchange, right? For some, it's that friend that talks and never listens. For others, it could be a partner or family member who takes and never gives. No matter what, I'm sure we could all agree on the fact that these types of connections could be draining and overwhelming to say the least. So at what point do we draw the line, you might ask? Honestly, that's a matter of one's personal boundaries which is why I will always stress to get clear on what you want and need. Collectively, we need to choose people, things, and situations that are intentional about reciprocating our energy. Given the fact that people can only do to us what we allow, you have to start with you. Check your own energy. What are you putting out there that makes others feel comfortable enough to handle you in such a way? Do you create healthy boundaries for yourself? Are those boundaries being crossed or are you just not adhering to them? If you had trouble answering that first question, I suggest you taking a look within and asking yourself, what part of me feels like I deserve nothing more than what I'm receiving right now? That's the real question. When you get your answer, you got to integrate that shadow aspect of you into light by allowing yourself to embrace it instead of disowning it. Sometimes we're in our own way. For me, my fear of rejection and the desire to control was the root of a lot of unbalanced connections. Needless to say, this led me to perfecting the art of manipulation. And I do mean perfecting. If things weren't going my way, they surely would be before it was over. I felt like as long as I wasn't harming anyone, everything was fine. When in reality, I was bringing detriment to myself by trying to control things that I could not control. Let me give y'all a visual. In previous years, I desired a bigger table, so to speak, with me as the head and everything I was connected to along the sides. I felt the need to be in control of any and all things seated, because in my mind, I was the only one who could properly direct the energy. Well, I learned the hard way that that wasn't true. Before I knew it, I found myself in an unhealthy work environment and several one-sided connections. I was forcing things to exist in capacities they weren't even capable of. All along, I had been co-creating with my surroundings. I was just too busy basing my expectations on my unhealed wounds to see what was truly being offered. My whole perspective changed when I realized that even though these seats were very much a part of my table, they each had a purpose of their own, a purpose much bigger than what I had assigned. At that point, I knew I had to reevaluate my cipher.
I needed everything up close and personal. Furthermore, I knew I needed to reevaluate me. I had to learn to take risk at higher levels without fear of rejection. I had to learn not to abandon myself during times of chaos. I had to learn to trust others to lead. And most importantly, I had to learn to love myself unconditionally. By doing so, I was able to identify the causes of certain cycles and figure out what exactly needed to move in or out of my experience. It's like everything I was attached to was put on display, one by one, to be judged by my higher self. Some things were easier than others to let go of, and some of that shit was just downright painful. But in the end, I was left with only what resonated with me and my journey. Just like that, I had established my round table, y'all. The seats at my table now are filled with energies that support my growth and reciprocate my efforts in some kind of way. And for any other table I find myself sitting at, I strive to bring the same energy. What I would like for you to understand is that you are in complete control of who and what you interact with. The more in tune you are with yourself, the easier it is to decipher which connections are worth your time and energy. What you contribute to one another won't always be identical, but if you strive for a balanced connection, it will at least be what's needed. Every energy exchange we make directly or indirectly affects the next exchange, and we all know you can't pour from an empty cup. For example, let's say you're having a pretty bad mental health day and your friends are worried about you. They may extend their energy to help uplift you by taking you for a ride, out to lunch, or just being a listening ear. That doesn't mean you absolutely owe them a night out on the town. However, you should reciprocate the energy if and when you're able to. Most times, in these cases, your expression of gratitude and renewed energy is enough of an exchange. It's all about knowing what's needed in the connection. Saying what you mean is one way to establish these boundaries. In any situation, speak up if you feel like your needs aren't being met or the agreement isn't being upheld by either party. If you're aware that you are engaging in an unequal exchange, withdraw your energy. I'm not suggesting you ghost anyone, but communicate your issues in the connection and take back as much of your energy as you need until things become balanced. Whether it's your time, attention, money, or advice, call it back to you. Sometimes this can be especially difficult in the workplace. Pride plays a big part here. Don't ever let it stop you from creating a space that you can thrive in. If you're working in a group setting and feel like you're taking on the bulk of the work, get comfortable with delegating tasks. If you're feeling overworked and underpaid, speak with HR or higher-ups about the possibilities of increasing your pay. Whatever the imbalance may be, take action on it. You never know the results you get unless you try. If you're an entrepreneur like myself, be clear about what products and services you offer and what you expect in return as a form of payment. If you're okay with bartering services, make it known. Doing this sets the tone for how your customers interact with you in the future and almost promises a smoother transaction. When it comes to connections with people we care about, addressing imbalances can be very awkward. This is why verbiage is so important. You can't determine how they receive the message. You can only control how you project it. Even though people's opinions about you are their business, it's still your business to communicate your needs effectively. So what if they call you sensitive? The point is to address the shortcomings of the connection. Choose a good time to discuss the matter and avoid language that will come off as attacking one another. The anticipation of a much-needed conversation can cause enough anxiety on its own, so the last thing you want to do is be tactless in your delivery. None of us should be allowing another individual to drain us of our life force, regardless the nature of the connection. It's just not healthy. Every now and then, re-examine your own connections. Not in a manner to find fault, but to redefine purpose. 
At the round table, faces are exposed, voices are heard, eye contact is made, and communication is effective. There's no cutting corners at the round table, baby. Before I go, I'll use this opportunity to reiterate a few things to take away from this episode. Number one, you are in complete control of who and what you interact with. Number two, your relationship with self sets the tone for all other connections. Do right by you and others will too. If they don't, they're not your people. Three, avoid engaging in unequal energy exchanges in order to satisfy your traumas. And number four, Revisit and re-examine your roundtable often. Thank you for listening to episode two of Swim the Podcast. If you're interested in purchasing swimwear to support the movement, head on over to groundedessentialsllc.com slash swim. For promo or information on being a featured guest, please send me an email at swimthepodcast at gmail.com. You can connect over social media on Instagram at Swim the Podcast and Facebook at Swim. That's the at symbol S-W-Y-M. Feel free to comment with any feedback or topic suggestions for upcoming episodes. Until next time, family. Peace.